This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Joker. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. This information podcast, baby. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Told you times before you're bothering me. And I've told you times again, stop talking to me. But you're a lightless and I still can't believe you tried to ruin my rap. Contact Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfopodcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 250. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. 250? 250. I didn't know. 250 just snuck up on us out of nowhere. Yeah. Is that really a milestone of any kind? Um, I don't know. I I, I kind of like that it's just you and me today. Yeah. Because all I have to do is look at you. You don't have to, like, no, I don't have to circus seal yeah. your way around no, the I room. I can just stay right on mic, stay on message, and fucking just do Drive it home, drive it home. Sweet, man. All right. Well, yeah, I guess it's a big deal. I mean, I don't. It's is it a thing? I, I mean, know. usually you set like hundred, you yeah. know, one hundred, two hundred, three hundred. But since I have no idea if we'll even make it to three hundred, we'll we'll say this is a big, this is a big deal. deal. This is a big that? deal. A big deal. Big deal. Um, still receiving the occasional uh, um, uh, donation purchase of the Misinformation Podcast Christmas Spectacular 2014 available at misinformationpodcast.bandcamp.com. Nice. Um, and last uh, purchase was actually a complete collection for four ninety nine. That's over twelve hours of content for four ninety nine. Can uh, you beat that? I cannot no. beat that. No, I can't beat it at all. Um, so we, uh, I say that every uh, every dollar goes back into the podcast, and that's true. We'll actually be using money um, from uh, the purchases to pay for our gas to go to Walker Stalker Chicago. Yes, coming to, up uh, soon. Get some coverage. 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 At Navy Pier, uh, the weekend of February 21st and 22nd? Correct. Yeah, I think. Is that right? Yeah. I just, Are those the convention days, the 21st and 22nd? I do believe. Okay. It's a Saturday, Sunday this year. Yeah, no Friday, which is odd. It is, but they have 72 conventions now. Yeah. I mean, they went from Atlanta and Chicago to Atlanta, Chicago, Boston, We're going to go to Delaware and Baltimore. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking saturate that market. Well, it, it's, it's crazy because they have so many conventions now. I mean, good for them. They are their like their own wizard world uh, yeah. of just The Walking Dead. Like those those people could quit the show today and have a steady job just touring the convention for at least another year. Or two. Like I mean, yeah, yeah. they're just every weekend there's a show. Which uh, it looks like Chicago's guest list a little more meager. Yeah, and so not far. a lot of people from other stuff. 
No, just a couple. Yeah, so I'd like to, hopefully it fills out a little bit, because that makes me a little nervous. I mean, it's nice because uh, we're staying with Swartz, so we don't have to pay for a hotel, which is kind of kind of crappy, because... That's where we see a lot of yeah, the things and the yeah. people. And... But we have no idea where they're staying, you know, because it's at Navy Pier. I don't think there's a hotel on the pier, is well, there? Well, uh, I think the Hyatt, that Hyatt, the Hyatt there, is, I think, uh, the, the hotel of the convention. Oh. So maybe that's where folks are staying. Oh. I don't know. I think I know somebody who works there. Oh, that would have been nice. I mean, I don't want to pay, you know, $150 a night to stay in a hotel when we can just stay. Oh, and it might be more expensive since it's, you know, in Chicago instead of, you know, like a lot of the hotels when we go to Wizard World outside of Chicago. Right, right. But but actually knowing someone who works at that hotel, I think would help. But, you know, it is what it is. I stay in with Swartz is free and plus we're going Friday just to hang out with Swartz. Yeah. You know, so that'll be fun too. Pizza and beer. Yeah, that'll be a good time. Leukemia Bobby. (laughs) I wonder if that cat's still alive. <laughs> well, leukemia, you know, sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, hey, if you want to donate before uh, the 21st, that would definitely help uh, our coverage of the convention. And um, For sure. I always love getting more content. I, I hope it thickens up a little bit, though. Because, yeah, the first year we went, they did have people from lots of other shows. Yeah. Fucking Game of Thrones, Arrow, Arrow yeah. um, other stuff, Comic Book Men. Right. Uh, and yeah. now it's all so far just... Just very, Walking Dead. Yeah. Very well. Well, and you know, and the thing is... Like, well, I was, no, I take that back. There's like two people from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. which is weird. That it's, is weird. Uh, it's, quiet little kid, we're talking about Walker Stalker Con. <laughs> um, we're, uh, who is RJ Mitty? RJ Mitty and, and uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. I mean... Revolution? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad, Revolution... He was in a movie with Larry Fishburne. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what the movie was called, but it was in the it was the movie where uh, Once La- Upon a Time. He was on that show. Oh, who are you playing that? Um, I, the Mirror, I think. Mm. Like Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. Oh, that like, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, that guy. The evil stepmother's bitch. Truth. That might be the only time he's ever played somebody's bitch. Yeah, because <laughs> he's a bad man. He is a bad, bad yeah. man. So I'm looking forward to it. It's fun. It'd be nice to get out of town for a little bit. Yes. Even it's just three days. Um, yes. Uh, you just came back into town. I don't yes. know what you're crying about? Because what? Because yeah. I need to be away more often. So always. Yes, I yes. also need to win the lottery and not live here. <laughs> That's absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I mean, originally we thought we were going to be there for a couple of days. I uh, just went down for the day, though. Um, yeah. But I did have... Just, you didn't stay overnight? You stayed overnight, right? No. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, wow, okay. Zombie burger happened. Yeah. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. 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 And you did it. You went You went when it wasn't a hot time. Yeah, it was like one thirty in the afternoon. What? We were there for like 45 minutes at the most. Well, did you go on Sunday or Monday? When did you go? Yesterday. Yesterday. So yesterday. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. All right, yeah. So yeah, in the middle of the week, going to Zombie Burger, even at lunchtime, you're probably okay. Yeah, it was yeah. easy. Walked right in. Got sat. Like, when I saw them coming with our food, I was like, weird. Did somebody order the exact same thing that we did that got here like a half hour before us? Oh, that's our food. Yeah, they do. Once you order it, it does come out pretty quick. quick. Yeah. <clears throat> I had gizzards today. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I've been saying all afternoon. Like, and, and I, like, normally I work nights, and, like, so my work schedule is all jacked. I work, I work during the day today. So I went out for lunch with some guys from work, and we, uh, I had gizzards. But I didn't have my morning poop <laughs> because when I wake up in the morning, man, my body's not awake, right? Oh, like, my body's ready. Oh no, no, no. In the morning, no, yep. I even I even tried to jumpstart it with a cup of coffee, and nothing. Like it didn't even act like it wanted to happen. So I get back uh, to work after um, lunch, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I had gizzards, and they're 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 fucking you deep up, deep fat fried yep. gizzards, and uh, I had gizzards, two slices of pizza. 
and a side salad. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, and some diet Pepsi. So it, 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 <laughs> well, it just, sensible it, with the diet yeah, Pepsi well, okay. and the salad. The yeah, salad. yeah, just all just some lettuce and like like one quarter of a tomato and a couple croutons. Like that salad was embarrassing. <laughs> they have like a two slices. Where's this at? Ah, uh, op. Oh, okay. Um, they have like a they have a like a a lunch special. You get two slices of pizza and a side salad for six bucks, uh, which is if you think about it. Kind of pricey. Yeah, that's not that you know, great. You could get a, an entire like single serving supreme pizza for twelve bucks. Yep. You know, and that would probably have been the smarter way to go. But I was like, well, I got gizzard, so I should probably eat a little less. <laughs> and then I came home and had ice cream and peanut butter sandwich cookies. So obviously, my diet is going fantastically. Well, mine too lately. <laughs> I got to tell you, Jesus. Well, you know, I, I kind of decided my cheat day would be today. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I just don't really have any plans this weekend or anything. So I'm like, you know, last weekend we went to Tokyo on yeah. Saturday and. Damn, I love that place. It was delicious. Their food is so good, man. It's like a, I guess you compare it to like a Benihana, yeah. right? Um, where they they cook your shit right in front of you and tell jokes, and when they throw the chicken down on the grill, they ask they, you how you want it. Cooked. Yeah, they ask you how you want a chicken cook, and I turn to the guy and I go, probably all the way. Yeah, and then he throws it on and goes meow. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though, because you know it's it's definitely a place you don't want to go all the time no. because uh, it's clear they're working from a script. Mm-hmm. You know, and they pretty much yeah, you'd get pretty burnt out on the show, I imagine. Well, yeah, and, and it's like, not cheap, really. No, I mean, it's not way pricey, but, but apparently for lunch, it's really reasonable. Really? Like all their meals are are less for lunch. Mm. Um, I think sushi is probably the same price. But that's the other thing that killed us is I ordered two orders of sushi. Mm. Um, but I didn't. Uh, do you not do sushi? No, I just mean the price. Oh like, yeah, it wasn't mm. terrible, but um, I did that plus a meal, and I had my mind all made up. I was just gonna get the chicken. You know, the, the and then it comes with noodles and yeah. rice and shit, um, and and, uh, and vegetables. And I was just gonna get the chicken. And I was like, that's thirteen bucks. That's not bad. And I was like, oh, but you know, it's my birthday. Maybe I'll get the chicken and the shrimp. I was like, oh, that's twenty bucks. I was like, but for another dollar, I could get steak and shrimp. So I talked myself from a thirteen dollar meal all the way up to a twenty one dollar meal in the space of like forty seconds. And then what you didn't realize is. Uh, for what, like another buck on top of that? You could have all three meats. meats. Yeah. Right, but I don't think they would have given you as much as of each meat. Like, you would have gotten less. Nah. Unless, you're, I got quite... unless you're Al. Yeah, you just kept giving Every extra Every time there was still a little bit left on the grill, he threw it on Al's plate. Yeah, he's like, do you want some of this? Do you <laughs> want some of this? Al, sure. Al got both kinds of rice. Oh, did he? Yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. So there's some fried rice left and he just gave it to him? Yep. That's bullshit. I know. It he got his... everything. Literally everything extra. He it wasn't got. his birthday. I know. You know, and that's funny. And then so he's slapping all this fucking food on Al's plate. He run... And then I watch him divvying up the noodles. And I'm like, no. No. Just working my way around the right. table. No. 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 Yep. He ran out exactly at me. I'm like, well, maybe <laughs> if you didn't give Al so much fucking food, I could eat on time. That's awesome. Yeah. This is the second time we got out to eat where your food came later. Yeah. Well, except for uh, Patrick and Clint, their calamari. Well, Patrick got his calamari, but and they Clint forgot to bring Clint's. Yeah. And then so the, the, one of the other chefs brings it out, and then the dude's chewing his ass, and the chef did, like jokingly throws the receipt on the ground, <laughs> and our chef turns to him and goes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because it's like Hispanic guys doing hibachi. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any fucking I know. sense. Um, but they, uh, it was good food, and... Normally, if they find out it's your birthday, they fuck with you. So he was like, so what's everybody coming out for tonight? And Clint's uh, fiance, Christy's like, it's his birthday. I go, Christy, don't be a dick. <laughs> but he never fucked with me once. Yeah, that's good. Instead, he kept fucking with her. It, well, and, and Patrick's wife. Yeah. Like, he just kept he kept asking her if she was from the health department, which I was talking to somebody else today about that place, and he asked, like, does the same shit, like, about the health department and stuff to every group that's yeah. in there. Um, it's like, you know people eat here more than once, right, man? Like, yeah, it's, it's shtick. Yeah, just... 
Rotate like, jokes, man. Well, rotate. just flip your shit around and show us how cool and awesome you are at cutting stuff up. Yeah. And, you know, just be pleasant. But I, my favorite part was when he asked if it was going to snow. Yeah, and it was snowing yeah, And already. I just go 100% chance. <laughs> he, he doesn't even turn around. He goes, it's snowing outside right now, isn't it? Like, yes, it is. He's like, I could have just turned around, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a good time, though. I mean, mm-hmm. had a lot of fun. Came back here, played some cards against humanity. Um, that game's kind of hard to play with a big group. Yep. You know, like, because there, uh, there's 13 of us or something like that. And it gets it gets more difficult if you have, you're playing with too many different types of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets difficult. And it also gets difficult when you're playing with people that can't read. <laughs> I, I think she might have got a little pissed off. I don't care. Was was there like there's like a five minute time when she was just standing there, sitting there scowling That's the okay. entire time. Yeah, um, maybe but, you should make sure you can read if you I, tell was, people what you do for a living. It was bad. <laughs> I know. Sweet girl though. Sweet girl. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, she just has hard time reading things out loud. Yeah, like regular words, yeah. like the and and. <laughs> She's a nice girl though. She's yeah. a nice girl. Just some people shouldn't read out loud. No big deal. Um. <sighs> So there's something we were talking about a couple weeks ago, and we never got to it last week's show. Which is? The McDonald's signs. Mm, mm-hmm. That video, that, that evocative, emotional, <clears throat> heart-pounding, uh, heart positive, heart positive pounding. message video yeah. from McDonald's. Uh-huh. Where they uh, put these motivational messages on their sign. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, happy 98th birthday, Roy. Right. You know, um, we're still here with you. Uh-huh. Um, stuff like that. Right. You hated it. I didn't hate it. I didn't take it the same way you did. Um, there's only one way to take it, and that's the right way. That's See, and that's the problem with everyone. Everyone's <laughs> always convinced that the way they see it is the only way to see it. Well, right, but... I, I Okay, they put those messages on their signs initially, I think, for the exact reason that you're arguing. But I think when they're like, hey, let's shoot all these and cut it into a video, because what's going to sell burgers more than America? Yeah, we're with you. Right, but... But if if the reasoning, the initial reasoning, which is what my argument was, I was like... But my my, my point was that I, people, a lot of people I talked to took the commercial, they're like, yeah, they slapped that together to throw some more burgers in bags, not to go, feel good message, everybody. Whether well, you shop at McDonald's or not, here's your feel good message. Well, but they're doing something else now, too. <laughs> like, uh, granted, McDonald's is what McDonald's is. It's mm-hmm. a fast food burger joint with right. food that's terrible for you. Yes. But th- that's okay. We need that. Mm-hmm. Like all these people that are on this uh, crusade, like Donald McDonald's kills more people than guns. Like, <laughs> yes, it does. Unless Booker T's there, <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, but it, it's junk food. The world needs junk food. Yeah. All these people that are trying to eliminate all junk food, and you should only eat healthy. You should only hit your. Oh, and see, that's not my that's, stance, that's, and that's right, not right, yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, okay, I get it. I get that's what McDonald's is, but. They're doing this new uh, promotion right now through Valentine's Day where a random person will pay with love. Have you seen that commercial? Uh-huh. It is – quiet little kid. I'm talking about playing with, paying with love. <laughs> um, there's a – you know, so, so basically the idea is the reg- – I assume the register just randomly yeah. uh, sends them a message that says, okay, this is the free person. And I don't know if the cashier gets to pick what they have them do yeah. or if the if the machine – it must be – according to the commercial, it must be the cashier because they're like, tell your mom you love her or or, or call your mom right now and tell her you love her. Or uh, another one was turn to your son and tell him what you appreciate about him. Uh-huh. And, and then their meal is free. Yeah. You know, so like I think that's really neat. And, and granted, the commercial gets them business, but at the same time, them giving them that free meal – the next person in line behind them knows they're not getting a free meal. Yeah. You know, so it's just kind of something fun and neat that they're doing for people. Yeah. 
So, you know, to put Happy Birthday Roy on a sign, because what people don't understand is, yes, McDonald's is a corporation that sells franchises to local business people. Mm -hmm. You know, and granted, I suppose a guy that lives in Minneapolis could buy six fucking McDonald's in Waterloo, Iowa. But generally, that's not the way it works, okay? So it's a locally owned business or locally owned franchise um, that employs local people. Local high school kids, local people without any job skills. I mean, look, <laughs> let, let's let's be let's be honest. It's not like uh, you know it's a skilled trade that they're you know scooping people out of fucking community college for. It's people who are otherwise unemployable uh, uh, most other places. Okay, they're giving those people jobs and work. They'll work there for about three weeks before they no call no show, and then they'll give someone else a job. That's <laughs> <laughs> either that or the people that get there and never leave. Right, right, and then they end up making forty thousand dollars a year as a fucking manager. And you're like, how the fuck did that happen? Because oh, uh, I've been here forever. I'm really good with a mop bucket and a fryer. <laughs> There's a guy in, uh, I don't know if it's New York or wherever, Boston, some bigger city. He opened his own pizza place. Okay. And he charges a buck a slice for pizza. Um, and it's kind of become this thing where he started, like, he's got a whole wall full of post-it notes where basically people started paying for other people's food. Um, or like, cause it's a buck a slice okay. or like if a homeless person, if he sees a homeless person or somebody in need that can't feed themselves, he just gives them a meal and like people have started doing that. And so there are all these different post-it notes on the wall for like a reason why somebody bought somebody else's food or did that or right. did this, all that stuff's kind of becoming a thing right now. Just this whole pay it forward culture, I think, except I don't think some people understand what it is. Cause like. Like, I, I went through a line somewhere once, like, a couple of years ago. I think it was a Taco Bell drive through And I got to the window, and they're like, hey, the people ahead of you just paid for your food. Cool, thanks. And I got the impression that they expected me right. to then do the... Which completely but the thing defeats about, the purpose. It defeats yes. the purpose. And also, like, I should be able to make up my mind how and when I decide to pay it forward, if right. I'm even going to, not to just get looped into this never-ending chain of paying for the person's food behind me. Well, like, and, the, and the idea of pay it forward, too, is that someday down the line you'll do it, not right well, then. Well, and you might do it totally... when it makes sense, when you see someone in need, not because you're like, dude, I just got three free tacos. Or, this person should get a free gordita. Or maybe you had enough money to buy your lunch that day, mm -hmm. and maybe two weeks from now, be like, you know, I'm flush right now. I've got some extra cash. Yeah. Now I'll do my pay it forward. Yeah. You know, like, no, like, for it to be an entire, like, day-long thing, it's like, it's stupid, because yeah. it, it makes no difference that the person ahead of you did it now because you just did it so you still had to pay mm -hmm. and now that you have no idea what the person behind you has maybe they got fucking five kids and they ordered sixty dollars worth of fucking taco bell fuck that exactly and but you know who should get free mcdonald's for life mm. booker t booker t like the booker, wrestler like booker t, former, five time, former five time five time five time five time, five time. yeah really yep why there's a mcdonald's in texas uh he okay. was eating at mcdonald's with his family all right and an armed gunman comes in to hold up the place. Okay. <laughs> so this this young armed gunman goes up to the register, points the gun at the manager on duty, and requests all the money. Okay. So at this point, what happens just completely defies logic, because I would never go about a situation like this. Booker T allegedly gets up on the table of the booth or whatever that he's sitting at, takes his shirt off, says, can you dig it, sucker? and run and fucking scissor kicks the gunman and knocks him out cold. <laughs> Which is amazing. Wait. But why would you announce yourself to an armed gunman? Like, I'm going to come run, jump kick you. Shoot me while I'm on the way. I... And, and let's be clear. He didn't say, can you dig it, sucker?" Yeah. He said, can you dig it, sucker?" 
Yeah, like, I can't imagine he got up on the table, theatrically ripped his shirt off, and then was just like, um, can you dig it, sucker? And then kick. No, I'm sure he it was a production. And then he fucking scissor kicks this dude out cold. And then the manager had no idea who Booker T was. He was just what? like... His, Wait a minute. His, no, no, what? This, You're telling me a McDonald's employee doesn't know a WWE superstar? An, an, old, an older gentleman. Apparently, all the young people working at the restaurant, the younger folks, were like, yeah, because not only did the rest of the employees, but all of the, like... Patrons of the establishment Absolutely. circled around Booker T and started like chanting. They're probably trying to get him to do a spinaroni. Yeah, fuck, Google it. It's amazing. But how the fuck, man? Come on, <sighs> that's amazing. Free McDonald's for life. But dude, just gonna say, next time you're encountering uh, anyone armed, maybe don't yell Can that you you're coming at them. Like, <laughs> Ow! And that, the the scissor kick was one of his finishing. Moves. Yeah. Yeah. He did that. Uh, and his other one of his other finishing moves was the bookend, yeah. which is the rock bottom. Yeah. But at the time, he was in WCW. Yeah, so you can Rock was in WWE. Yeah. Same fucking move. So that is amazing. At, wow. I, and apparently, like, were you, were you telling me the other day he won't talk about it? Like, when I, the article I read, he said that he would not talk about it until they were done, until the police were done with their investigation. Just because he didn't want to, you know, create a bunch of hype around them really just trying to close this shit out, figure out. Wow. Yeah. He doesn't want to create a lot of hype after he <laughs> created yells, a lot of hype. Yells, can you dig it, sucker? And scissor kicks and a guy. And has everybody circle around and be like, boo, boo, What the fuck? You supposed to, when the guy woke up, he was like, I'm a failure like, as an armed what robber. What the fuck just happened to me? I, I just got, that's not even a real fighting move. I know. I mean, he might as well have drop kicked him yeah. or fucking uh, clotheslined him or like. Something that you would not normally like if you fight. held up a place where Jean Claude Van Damme was and he did his fucking trampoline scissor kick, uh, like spin kick on you. Like he only does that in the movies with a trampoline, and you just got trampoline kicked by Jean Claude Van Damme. He, or he does the splits across two chairs and punches you. Yeah, yeah, that's silly. Yeah, he sneaks up under you and s- splits off of the railing and the counter and punches you right in the junk. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, good, good for you, Booker T. <laughs> good goddamn. Uh, I suppose as long as we're on the through line, did you hear about the deal that happened at Walmart? Um, which the, thing? The two-year-old child that yeah. pop, pop, killed its mother? Yes. Uh, it, it, I'm sure people have seen this all over the internet. Uh, the mom had a gun in her handbag. The two-year-old pulls it out and shoots her in the head dead in the middle of Walmart. Yeah. How the fuck do you let that happen? How, do, how does that even... How are you even in a situation... Where that is a right. possible outcome? Like, well, I just read... Um, on, on the same vein, I don't remember where they were at, but uh, the same thing happened. A kid was reaching in their parents' bag for, I don't remember what the kid was going for, <clears throat> but it found a gun instead. One shot hit both parents. It They're was, not dead. But... Yeah, that was a sketchier story. They lived in a hotel. Right. Um, but still, like, were yeah. these kids able to reach for guns, man? Well, you know, and especially at two years old, like, uh, you know, a little kid is 16 months now. Should be 17 months this month. 16 months? So, I mean, yeah. So, for her to have the dexterity to, okay, say say Jenny was a, a, carried a, a gun. Yeah. And it was in her purse. You have it in a fucking holster. Yeah. And you don't just throw it in your purse. safety on it as well. I'm not on all guns. Well, I guess you not know, on all guns. You know, but, yeah. um, like, Glock has a, a trigger that the safety is in the trigger, so all you have to do is pull the trigger. Uh, like if you hit one side of the trigger or the other, the trigger won't go back, but there's a little trigger inside the trigger. Boom. Gotcha. But it's like... um. I don't understand. Yeah. Like how, I mean, it has to be the perfect storm and now it's happened twice in as many weeks. Yep. I mean, is it just because the internet exists that we're getting these stories or is it, I mean, 
I don't know, man. It's crazy. And uh, did you hear about the uh, the fucking Power Ranger? I did, and people are not handling it well. No, including one of their own. Uh, did, did, is uh, Jason, Jason Frank? Frank? Yeah. Is he freaking out? No, like, he was like, come I, on, guys. This is bad for the franchise. Yeah, you got to get it together. Yeah, you know what else it's bad for? The dude that just got run through with a sword. Well, you know, he tweeted that, and I saw um, uh, someone that we know through the internet uh, commented like back to him on Twitter. Uh, he's like, you know, show some fucking class. and it's Have like, some tact. Yeah, some like, tact. It's like, well, eh, maybe too soon, but at the same time, like fucking cares yeah you know like i mean i feel bad for the dude's family but and then uh, like articles are saying you know people are coming out maybe it was an accident maybe it's the heat of the moment type thing you don't accidentally run somebody through with a sword yeah uh, you know well and i don't remember all the events i just remember that dude was at home has a roommate they were arguing so the power ranger and his girlfriend go back to his bedroom to try and get away dude bursts into their bedroom and then somehow in the oh, midst see, of all this i read it I read it the other him. way. I read it the other way. I read that they were having an argument. Uh-huh. Uh, roommate and girlfriend go into the oh, bedroom. Oh, maybe that's and how then, it was. And then Power Ranger comes in and, just, and stabs him. Just slice him. Yeah. So I, secondly, how are you a Power Ranger and you need a roommate? Right. Like, does valid, that... Valid question. That's showing up pay well? Apparently not. I mean, granted, 50% of it was filmed in Japan. <laughs> and the other 50% was just like, you basically just subbed in the American actors. Yeah. Um... And did that continue that way? Because remember when Power Rangers first came on here, mm-hmm. it was very. It was just called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's yeah, all there it was were called. No extra right Jungle Fury or right, whatever. The, and the the Black Ranger was black, the and yellow the Yellow Ranger, Ranger was, was yellow. yellow. Yeah, and the was... Red Ranger might have been partially Native American. Don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Green Ranger was envious. I don't. I don't know what the yeah. hell. He was also the White Ranger. Same guy. Um, what? Which is weird. They always sell him as the Green Ranger. They never sell him as the White Ranger. Yeah. That be is that get to like bad connotations with yeah. selling anybody as the white something white power. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was very clear watching that show that like there are the the scenes where they're the Japanese Power Rangers fighting the monsters yeah. and whatnot, and then zording it all up and fighting, and then there were the scenes with Bulk and Skull where they're all at high school and yeah. shit. Or like where you would expect if if anyone were going to murder someone or fall on hard times, it would have been Bulk and Skull. Yeah, right. Because did they do anything after? Power Rangers. Fuck if I know. And it was just so zany and goofy and silly and slapsticky all the time. It was just, and they talked with their hands when they had their helmets on because they had helmets on, you know. And yep. it was all very like, "You go over there." But we're marching, you know. I don't know, fucking marching cherry, I guess. But damn, it is beloved, I guess. Yeah, I never. For me, it never was. Maybe I was just a little too old for it when it came out, but. I don't hold that affinity that pe- and people are just so brokenhearted. I don't even remember like I-, I pulled him up. I don't know him. He's never in any of it that I ever. I don't know the uh, the iteration. That, yeah, of that's Power what I mean. Rangers. Nope. It was like Power Rangers Samurai. And well, Power all Rangers. I ever knew was the first, like you said, yeah. the original one. And then there's like Power Rangers like Speed Force or Power Rangers Turbo and like Jungle Fury. Yeah, and all these weird Galaxy shit and like, it was just all this stuff. And it was like I remember Zordon. Was it Zordon? Yeah. Um, and wasn't there a little robot? Yeah, what was his name? What is it? He was, he was like Twiggy or something stupid. Yeah, like it was, oh, what the hell was his name? I don't know. Somebody's listening will know. Um, but I just never, and I guess maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it was, yeah. um, maybe I was just, maybe I just missed it. Yeah. But 
the affinity that people have. It's terrible. It's not a good show. It doesn't bother me now that I can't think of that robot's name. I just know he always went, ay, 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 ay. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but I don't remember his name. <laughs> he did. And he was worthless. Like, mm-hmm. all he did was, like, again, slapsticky bullshit. Yeah. I just, nah. Oh. But it was, it was about the same time as Saved by the Bell, though, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. It was on Saturday mornings. That was back when, that was right towards the end of Saturday mornings being a thing. Gee, thanks, Power Rangers. Yeah. Way to stab my Saturday mornings. Speaking of things that are going to kill my childhood, I got to talk about it one more time because I'm furious at the way the internet is handling this. The Ghostbusters reboot. I thought you were going to say Point Break reboot. No, is that happening? Yeah. For sure? I don't know. They've Uh, talked about it. uh, Look, here's the deal. It's like buzzwords make me angry. Like racism, misogyny, like just throwing those words around and not having it be an applicable label. Mm-hmm. So everyone now, even Chris Hardwick the other day on At Midnight, did this long diatribe about how you're a misogynist if you don't want the Ghostbusters to be girls. Like, look, asshole, that's not what it's about, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the, the entire point is that it is a blatant like marketing packaging stunt casting gimmick mm-hmm. to announce that they're all going to be female before you write a script well, and the, the reason why i agree with that is because paul feig himself said somebody asked him you know do you have a dream cast no 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 i think it would be you know a, a poor decision to try and write a movie based around certain people rather than to just write a good script and then build a cast once you know what your characters are going to be. All gonna but, be that's ex- except- but they're all going to be female. They're going to be Melissa McCarthy. So I'm not going to 100% and, yeah. limit myself, but I am going to 85% limit myself and say they all have to be women. Right. And, you know, and, and I... Like huh. this... I'll be the first person that said if, the, if it was going to be a reboot and they we're going to throw a woman or two in there, that's fine. Like, <clears> it, it doesn't... As long as they're good. The yeah. women that they're using... Fuck that. Yeah. Kristen Wiig needs to get hit by a goddamn bus. Well, she is for, not and, fucking sympathetic in any character she plays. I fucking hate her. Well, and for the people that say, you know, well, every movie has is kind of formulated before they go to production or write it or whatever. You know, they know what their characters are going to be. Um, maybe. Sometimes. That's true. But also, characters have changed. Like, they have a... Like, when they send out their feelers, like, we're casting, we want a this, a this, and a right. this... Somebody else comes in and they're like, fuck, this character was supposed to be Asian, but this fucking black guy is the best fucking, like, he nailed the character. We're, we're hiring that guy. Well, they don't limit themselves and say it has to be and it's one thing for to, women. Well, it has to be. It's one thing to write a, a role for a, an actor. Yeah. It's another thing to say, yeah, it's good. They're going to all be women. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And it's not sexist to feel that way. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. And to, to try to argue that they're not stunt casting, that they're not going for an agenda, which they very clearly are. You know what? Make more powerful movies for powerful women. That's fine. Just don't fuck with my movies that are already good in the way that I like them and, and say, well, I'm going to take this movie that everyone loves. Everyone loves Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to turn it into a... A female comedy. But who said one of the award shows I was just watching? Uh, I don't remember who she was. She somebody won an award and she got up there and she said, you know, a lot of people have been talking lately about how there are a lot of like strong roles written for written for women. There's a lot of good roles, and she's like, I think there are a lot of good roles written for actors. That's cool. That she was saying that she was basically saying we ourselves are are trying to limit everything or say that. You know, only a woman could play this part. This was written for a woman. She's like, it was written for a person, and the right person got the job. Like, but, but okay, so now looking at this movie, um, 
The other problem I have with it is, aside from Wig and McCarthy, the other two have never been in movies. They've just been on SNL. So, like, you're putting people in this movie that well, you hope to launch a big franchise out of. The, the first Ghostbusters was starring two guys that had really only done Is SNL. that had They hadn't done any of I hadn't done Stripes. Stripes. Bill Murray did Stripes. Harold Ramis did Stripes. But yeah. Ramis wasn't on SNL. Ackroyd hadn't done a whole lot of Blues Brothers. I guess. Um, you know, I mean, they, okay. they had done some stuff, but nothing. Ghostbusters did it for them. Yeah. And then they were able to make any movie they wanted to make. Um, it, it just... <laughs> they're rebooting Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. Snake Plissken is going to be played by a woman, supposedly. Really? Yeah. The chick from uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Was that Emily Blunt? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. I just read this today. Okay. Why? You know, and and that's and and that's okay, kind of where that's kind of where I got to get get the argument of of look, it's fine to write new roles for women, like make them do. Look, a perfect example is um, uh, uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, that movie was written for a woman, and it was amazing. Um, do that. Write new movies. Don't take the movies that you, that I love. And just regurgitate them and be like, okay, now we're going to make it have tits. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, what is the reasoning behind it? I don't get it. Like, well, we can show that uh, this character can also be black. This character can also be a woman. Yeah. Like, that's fine. You're stunt casting. You're doing it to, to, to make a point. Why can't you just make an interesting movie? Like, make an entertaining movie. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, except for they couldn't get the guys to come back who made it great. Which is fine. Mm. Write a new Ghostbusters. And if it happens that 50% of the roles are women, that's great. If you write it and you're like, you know what? A lot of this would be funny female comedy. Um, but the thing is, with Ghostbusters, it wasn't this... Uh, it wasn't fucking Van Wilder. It wasn't all frat boy. It wasn't frat boy yeah. dude comedy. It was just well-written comedy. Um, it could have been women in those roles, I suppose, just as easily as it could have been men. But that's the the point is Fig is not going to write. We've seen his work. Yeah. He's not going to write these women as just funny people who also happen to have vaginas. It's going to be female comedy. Like, I love this dude and he doesn't love me. And, oh, we're chasing ghosts. He, he, the guy has a track record of shitty movies. Yeah, You know, how he got hired, why he got hired, I have no fucking idea. And then he shows us by casting Kristen Wiig and, and Melissa McCarthy, two of the worst fucking actor, actresses in Hollywood right now. Fatty Fall Down and Unsympathetic Character, number 12. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Well, and <clears throat> I haven't seen a ton of stuff with Kristen Wiig in it, but yeah, every, every single Melissa McCarthy movie, she's been the same character. Right. Um, except for possibly... Uh, St. Vincent. Is that the one with her and Bill Murray yeah, and the kid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see a lot But that's because that's not really a comedy. Right. It's a dark comedy. Right. It's not. Yeah. 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 Um, so it'd no. be real weird if she were playing the same character in that yeah, movie. Yeah, where she just falls down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just, and even in, in stuff where she just basically has a cameo, like uh, This is 40. Yeah. Um, you know, you still know it's her. You know, you feel that it's her. Mm -hmm. She's not doing anything different. She's being obnoxious. Yeah. That's, she's, she's Chris Farley. Yeah. Chris Farley was never anything other than what he was, you know, and there was talk way back then of rebooting Ghostbusters and it being Chris Rock and Chris Farley. And, you know, and I was like, I don't know that Chris Farley is a good Ghostbuster. 
You know, no, because that, it's just I can't too much that. like, you know, and my proton pack won't fit. Yeah, oh, fat guy in a little collider. Pack. Yeah, you know, <laughs> positron gliders. So it'd be know. like him and David Spade and Chris Rock and yeah, fucking... it would have been bad. Yeah, you know, so. I just I think it's unfair to throw around this. Well, there's plenty of misogynists out there. Like it has nothing to do with it. I mean, sure there probably are some guys like I don't want no pussy in my Ghostbuster, right. you know. But for the most part, it's people. The smart people are angry because it's like, dude, we see what you're doing here. We see what you're trying to do. Do it with something else. Like if you're gonna make a movie with an agenda, don't do it. Don't. Don't do it with something that's already established that's a great movie on its own. Like, do we do we remake The Wizard of Oz and replace Dorothy with a dude? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Is Take another movie that is beloved and just clearly known for specific roles right. and recast those just because. Like, it feels so unnecessary. Yeah, it is. It's completely yeah. unnecessary. Like, let's remake Jaws, except it's going to be an alligator. Or, for example, a moose. Yeah, a moose. <laughs> it's happening. Jesus. Kevin Smith is making a movie called Moose Jaws. Christ. And it's in Canada, I and it's you. about a killer moose. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a true story. Um, <laughs> it would just be, it'd just be weird. Yeah, it'd be very mm-hmm. weird. And it's because... I feel like Hollywood, and not in all movies, because there's been some great stuff, like Guardians of the Galaxy, is unlike any movie I've ever seen because of the things that it combines together. Yeah. Sci-fi and some really good comedy and just some wacky characters and you know stuff going on that you, you really haven't seen except for maybe like an Ice Pirates or something. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it... Fuck, I lost my train of thought. I said Kevin Smith. Now I'm fucking talking like a stoner. Um <laughs> Oh, the, the idea that, you know, Hollywood is recycling so much stuff now, you know, and it's so many remakes and so many, you know, and people are like, well, now they can do the things that they couldn't do before. Did they ever remake Gone with the Wind? Did they ever remake African Queen? Yeah. They could have remade that movie in 1989 with better special effects, yeah. but they didn't because they didn't need to. It's time to uh, remake It's a Wonderful Life, I think. Dude, it's going to happen. Yeah. I was watching it this past Christmas, and I was like, you know what? I'm surprised somebody hasn't done it yet just so they don't have to watch it. It'll happen, and, and probably and what ew, they'll do is and... it'll be a woman, um, and Clarence will be like uh, uh, Morgan Freeman. You know, like, it's, it's you know, they'll just they'll <laughs> do stretch that for shit. Him. Yeah, they'll just do that shit, though. Like, if, if you're remaking the movie, if you don't have anything new to add, why do you do it? Yeah. You know, it's not going to, you're not going to make it any better. Like, I can see, you know, you're George Lucasing all over everything. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just adding a few little things here and repackage it. You know, you see it on Lifetime all the time. Like, they'll they'll have a Lifetime TV for women, and, and it will be blatantly, like, uh, it'll be like Sally Claus. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, uh, they, they have shows actually called shit like that. Like, Lifetime is the sci-fi for women's television. Yeah, and when it doesn't feel like a gimmick and when it's well done, it doesn't make people angry. I could be wrong, but I don't remember there being a huge fucking wave of issue over uh, Evil Dead. It was a completely different movie. Yeah. I and, mean, it, it and, was... The movie was completely different. I finally just watched it two weeks ago. Yeah. It... Nothing about that movie 
made me think. I mean, there was a couple of like nods and shit, like when she gets the chainsaw out of the shed, yeah, stuff like or that, or the fact that it has to do with a book that can, right, and then the whole tree thing. Yeah, but I mean, there were there were more nods too. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it was this movie was scary. Yeah, the original Evil, Evil Dead was ridiculous, and that's what I mean. It didn't yeah. feel like a gimmick or yeah. like like it shared the title and a few other elements, right. but overall, it didn't feel like a page for page fucking rehash. No. Of no, the same you shit. Much, you much like uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Did. Yeah, how they were like remakes of themselves. Yeah, it's like, the same ah, exact fucking movie. Yeah. Like when I watched it, I'm like, did I put in the wrong disc? Yeah. What is this? The first time I had Laura watch those, that's what she thought. She's like, didn't we just watch this? I'm like, no, just wait. It's like 10 percent different. It's yeah, fine. maybe. Just keep oh, watching. you missed the different part. <laughs> Fuck! I yeah. talked right through it. Oh, <laughs> just rewind it. Go back a fucking. <laughs> go back a chapter. But so shit like that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't leave you going. Oh, this pisses me off. Right. Right. I, I just. It's just it's frustrating because there is so much good stuff out there, but the stuff that's making the that makes the money is the remakes. But name besides Evil Dead, name one other remake that you're like, this is a movie that needed to be made. <clears throat> Can you off the top of your head? No, off the top of my like, I keep trying to think. Like, I kept my first thought went to like, oh, was Total Recall any good? Not really. It was okay. Uh, was Robocop? Oh, I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, I can't talk I about like, that. No. Um, I struggled to think of how many remakes I've even really seen. I usually don't bother. Uh, I liked um, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. I felt like, but again, that was a movie too, which it wasn't really anything like the original. No, man, they made the zombies super fast and yep. scary, and yeah, uh, and it was I, well, we saw it in the theater together. Yeah, um, and it was really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and, but what they Fuck did me harder, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> forever, forever. <laughs> um, the, the thing about that movie was what that movie started the zombie resurgence. Yeah, that movie, Dawn of the Dead, started everything over again. Yeah. Um, because it made zombies scary. And that's one of the things. Zombies never were, like, the Fright Night features. And, and, that's and the, another example the, of where, like, they took some source material, got a loose idea, and enhanced. Right. The, They're like, Here, here's what we're going to do. No one finds zombies. No one in this generation finds zombies scary yes. now. Because they're slow. They're stupid. Quiet little kid, I'm talking about zombies and The Walking Dead ain't back on yet, so your favorite show ain't on, so you just shut your baby mouth. Um, they, yeah. They're just... <laughs> He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, so, so they like what they did made sense, right? You know, and then it happened. But, so there what, you go. How, how about that? The only other remake I mentioned is another one, kind of like Evil Dead, where they took it and, and kind of yeah, yeah. made something that used to be goofy and hard. You know, like people still liked it, but it wasn't like I'm terrified yeah. right now. Whereas I'm because like, I'll just outwalk them. Yes, you know, I'll just jump on a scooter. And now I'm safe. Oh, bitch, you ain't out walking that. No, they're fast and they're terrifying. And marathon. Yeah. So, yeah, then I guess that would be the only one. But you know, I can't think of a ton. No, man, I don't. Uh, um, did you see Did you see The Thing? No. Okay. When did that come back out? A couple of years, a few years ago, maybe. The Thing? Yeah. It did? Yeah. As I totally missed it. Yeah, they did that. I mean, The um, Fog. Yeah, no, the fog I'm came talking out. The Thing. Really? Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think if I even own any other. Reno. I'm trying to like visualize my bookshelf. You know right what's now. you know what's coming. Hmm. Be Back to the Future. Yeah, and you can't even say that it's more beloved than Ghostbusters, so they won't touch it. They will. Oh, absolutely. They'll put some fucking Nickelodeon star in it, and they'll sell billions and billions of tickets. Yeah. You know, for a long time, Justin Bieber was like threatened to be attached <laughs> to it, but I think that they realize he's such a train wreck, there's no point in no. even trying something like Shoot that. Shoot yourself in the foot before you begin. But it's just so silly, because they're, like, with Ghostbusters, they're just ostracizing an entire fan base. Yeah. And they're not going to be able to recreate that fan base. Well, and, like, a lot of times, I still think the only reason they do remakes is either, is because one, cheap money, it's easy, it's easy to do, because right. it's already there, and two, 
Like, most kids nowadays won't like, ooh, they made that in the 80s? I'm not going to watch that. Right. So we'll make it now. Another another perfect Goonies. example. Yeah, that'll probably happen. Yeah. Everybody wants a sequel, they'll I, give us a remake. Yeah. Um, uh, Footloose. Yeah, did you fuck see it? That right it in was the face. it was bad. It had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. If it would have harkened back, if the, if it would have been more like the original, yeah, um, with some better special effects, better sound, better dancing, um, I could have gotten behind that because that Juliana Hoff, dude, dude, yeah, she's she's a young Jennifer Aniston. I mean, she could play her daughter in something. She yeah. is, she's gorgeous. Um, and like there was shit that they did in the remake. Like, dude, give them the tractor race again. The tractor chicken. Yeah. What? Who the fuck gets in um, school buses and does uh, figure eight style racing? Yeah. No. No high school kid in America is like, this is what we're gonna do this weekend. We're gonna get thirty of us. We're gonna go down to this figure eight track. We're gonna get in fucking school buses and race them. Yeah. No. <laughs> There's no fucking high school kid. You cannot believe for a second that that's what they're doing. Yeah. You know. So you, first of all, you have to make it shit the high school kids are wanting to, that would really be doing. Um, and then you make it more like the original foot because honestly, the original Footloose holds up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there, there there isn't a whole lot going on in that movie that couldn't happen right now. Yeah, uh, and, and the music's better now. Now I was thinking the other day. Do you remember in the remake were they singing the songs? Was it a musical? I don't. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I went and saw Footloose the musical, and it was amazing. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but it was the movie on stage, right. you know, as a musical. Um, plus, it was awesome to hear people live singing, you know, the music from the movie. Um, I can't think of much else, man. Uh, I it just it was very frustrating. It's it is very frustrating to just see this. How long would be till they try to remake something like The Last Starfighter, where it's maybe not quite widely as known, uh, and know, they could I, try to like pull off? Like, I just watched that probably three years ago, and it really holds. I up. love that movie. I love um, that. What movie. about like Enemy Mine? Yeah, great movie. I like that movie uh, as well. Uh, we will have listeners that will argue with us, um, but the new Star Trek. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, the second one into darkness, they did some stupid shit with it. Like yeah. if you're obviously going to make Wrath of Khan, just make Wrath of Khan. Yeah. You know, don't make, uh, Kirk say Spock's lines and Spock say Kirk's lines. Like that's just almost kind of an insult yeah. to the people watching the movie. Um, and I still enjoyed it, but the first yeah. one was really good. Yeah. The first yeah. one was real good. Um, and it, it was, it was a Star Trek movie for Star Wars fans. Is what it was. Yes, it's true. Well, I sure. mean, a lot more action, a lot of cool shit going on, explosions, um, space battles, shit that you know. Because everybody's always says Star Trek's more cerebral, Star Star Wars is more actiony. Yeah, you know, and and but yeah, I, I, that was a pretty decent remake. But the problem with Star Star Trek is, in order for Star Trek to survive, it needed to be reinvented for a new generation. Yeah, because it was, it was too slow, too dry. I love Star Trek. I, I love every Star Trek movie ever made, even the bad ones. Yep. Um, uh, people feel that they move too slow, though, and I get it. Like I understand that. It's my affinity for the characters that allows me to enjoy them. Have you, or how about? Did you ever see? You see True Grit? Yeah, it wasn't bad. But um, did they really change a whole lot? Uh, I think the ending was different. Like, are we going to get? Like, I mean, they could just start slapping out new versions of all that stuff too. Take any John Wayne well, movie and just and, redo it. And the original, the original shit. was the, the which fame first, uh, Rooster Cogburn or True Grit? True Grit. I th- I think maybe Rooster. I honestly don't remember. I almost want to say that True Grit came first and then Rooster Cogburn. I could be completely different. 
completely wrong. And aren't they very similar? Well, I, basically, I think in one, he is taking care of a woman, uh-huh. and the other one, he's taking care of a kid. Yeah. Um, and one of them, he's much older than the other. So it's almost like they kind of combine the two of them. Yeah. Because obviously, he was an older, on his way out, gunfighter um, in the True Grit. I, I just remember, <laughs> you saw it, right? Yeah. Uh, the very end, it just felt like, why is all of this tacked on here? It's been out long enough that if you spoiler alert, all right, uh, when she gets bit by the rattlesnake on yeah. her arm and then they have to cut her arm off, like it's like, why was any of that necessary? Yeah, none of that needed to happen. Just to make it different. <laughs> yeah, it's like the movie could have ended right before that, and we would have been fine. Yeah, and she could have even still done her, like, uh, not prelude, uh, conclude, not conclusion. What is it called at the end when they like they tack it on the end of a book? Oh, just like the... Uh, Not postscript, but... Like a prologue? Yeah, prologue, yeah. yeah. They could have done that same yeah, thing yeah. and wouldn't have had to screw around with it. I mean... Yeah. It's just so weird because it, it happened and I was like, first of all, that's a terrible CGI snake. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um, the entire movie is done pretty realistically and then they throw a CGI snake in it where it, it's almost felt like it was they were trying to make it 3D. Just very strange. Very, very strange. Um, so, yeah, I didn't I didn't like it. I mean, I didn't like that part, but for the most part, the movie is good. Plus, it look his voice that he does now yeah. with everything real hard to understand. Yeah, I think uh, it's weird to me how uh, Ernie Hudson was like, "This is a terrible idea," and then they announced the casting. He's like, "This is a phenomenal idea." Not weird to me at all. Somebody's still under contract. That's what I mean. Like yeah. the minute it was a thing, he's like, "I need to get my money." Yep. Yeah, I think because he had nothing good to say about it no. until it was actually a thing. No, and a matter of fact, the things that he had to say about it were almost. We're more sexist than the people who are against it. Yeah. Like, you know, him saying, I hope they do it real sexy-like. And, yeah. You know, I hope they're foxy ladies. And I'm yeah. like, Ernie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you are not helping our cause right now. <laughs> You're making it worse, Ernie. Yeah. Um, and then just about face. And, and then Danny Aykroyd did the same thing. Because well, Hudson was also saying, you know, what? He was like, so they're women. They're this. They're that. Why even call it Ghostbusters? Like, he was all over, like, one nope. I heard some murmurs on the internet that there won't there won't be proton packs and there won't be trash. That's what he said. He said so they're women, they don't have proton packs. How are they going to be called Ghostbusters again? You know, and maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe they'll do an about pay, about face at the end. Yeah. You know, because right now in this day and age, we're seeing parts of the movie making process that we would not have seen twenty five years ago. Yeah. You know, Ghostbusters was supposed to be called Ghost Smashers. Yep. And they were supposed to have these little wands that came out of their wrists that shot the ghosts and stuff. These are all things that they, you know, we never were yeah. aware of until after the movie came out and people right. were doing, like, uh, the freaking commentary tracks for the, the DVD and stuff. We found out about this stuff later. So it's like, well, maybe. But now do people feel we've already committed to this? We have to call it this? Yeah. And if we don't call it this, we lose? Or is it... You know, I just it's. Yeah. I'm angry. I know. I'm fucking angry, and I, 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 and and I just I think it's shitty that one. I can't have this opinion about the movie without being called a sexist misogynist. Like, first of all, you know what sexism means? It means I would be saying that a woman cannot do as good of a job as man. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the process he went through is fucking stupid. Yeah. And that for this particular movie, if you're going to call it Ghostbusters. There was a cast. There were already characters created. Stick with the formula that works. Don't fuck up my childhood. Yeah. And then there's people on the internet. I watched part of a clip of some black dude. He, The black nerd is what yeah. he calls himself. And it, I made it 45 seconds into it. He was so fucking obnoxious. Really? <laughs> that kind of shit. And mm-hmm. then he's like... 
yeah, then. I'm like, I'm going to drive to where you're at and punch you in the fucking skull. <laughs> this might be one dude that I know I can kick his ass. Because he was fucking obnoxious, man. And I'm just like, why? Why does it have to be that? I can have the opinion that it's stupid. And first of all, I'm right. I'm right. What he did, the way he went about it, was creatively stupid. And obviously, a public relations nightmare. Yeah, well, I just... <clears throat> I don't know why they had to say we're going to do an all-female Ghostbusters reboot. He could have just said, we're going to reboot Ghostbusters. I cannot wait to put a cast together. Right. And then he could have put his cast together and people might have still had the assumption that all at all the while he had intended to do an all-female cast, but if he didn't just try to... Well, and does he need the publicity this far out? Is it, does it do him any good except for to alienate other like original Ghostbusters fans? Yeah. I would have bought that Ghostbusters vinyl. Yeah. I will not. Give Sony my money right now. I don't know, man. I, don't, I just don't get it. Um, I don't get it. It just it makes me so angry. And, like, I, arguing with people who I used to consider my friends, but that were total assholes on the internet about it. Or the people that are saying, like, it, how does it ruin your childhood? One, it doesn't take away the movies that you love. And two, you don't have to watch this new one. Um, right. But I've spent my entire childhood let wanting any of those this people, movie. Let any of those people not get pissed off. Same thing happens with Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever their Could thing you imagine? Is. Imagine, if you will, they announce we're going to do a Star Wars, an all-female Star Wars. You tell me people would lose their shit. Yeah. Like, they would lose their shit. Their collective shit. Because they'd be like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, not that women aren't good actors. But why? But why are you... Seems kind of forced. And two, well, don't touch the movies. Well, then why are you narrowing your focus so yeah. much? Yeah. Like, that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. E- you're like it's like you're trying to watch the movie through a pinhole now. It makes it, why? Yeah, it's dumb. It doesn't it doesn't benefit anyone except for these women who he's gonna cast. Even if he, if if he had not gotten picked for Ghostbusters and was making another movie, he would have cast those women anyway. Yeah. Like it's not important to him that they're right for the roles. It's that he cast them and everything. Yeah, it's stupid. It makes it makes no sense. It's so I'm, I'm working on a Broadway musical. No. It's called Dogs. Dogs? Yeah. All dog dogs. Cast. Yeah. But same music and everything yeah. from... That makes sense. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to change any of the music. Mm-hmm. Because dogs can do it just as well as cats. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whole idea, whole concept, everything I, about it. I don't like the idea of people telling me that dogs can't do what cats can do. No. no. I'm making dog shit in a box. Yeah. Man, I can make them. I mean, he ain't going to like it. <laughs> he ain't going to be good at it. But I can make him do it. Yeah. Because I want to. Because I'm going to try to prove a point. Dogs are cats too, bitches. Yeah. It makes no sense. Ah. Dogs are cats and birds are pilots. <laughs> birds, they're <laughs> autonomous flying machines. They're not pilots. <laughs> See, um, so sticking with the nerd bent a little bit, I saw something on the internet the other day that made me very angry. Um, I had made up my mind a couple days ago. Listening to Kevin Smith, he said something really fucking cool on Smodcast a while back. He was like, you know, I spent a lot of, a lot of time when Smodcast first started talking about shit on the internet that pissed me off. He's like, but I, I could spend all this time talking about stuff that I think is cool and that I like. And I was like, well, that's a really great idea. I'm going to get behind that. I'm going to do the same thing. That, that lasted about 12 seconds. It just doesn't make any sense. It's not interesting. Um, but I saw something on the internet that made me very, very angry. Um, I, I follow a lot of cosplay groups on the internet mm-hmm. because, you know, you get hooked up with people from conventions and stuff and yeah. you're interested to see what they're doing. Um, and I saw a gal the other day on a, on a cosplay group in Iowa, actually, um, that had posted – uh, in the group, she said, "Yeah, I'm uh, 
a friend of mine asked what I was doing this Friday night, and I said, I'm going to a cosplay event. And my friend said, well, what cosplay? What's that? I said, well, it's like kind of like improv, uh, improvisational uh, theater with costumes. And my friend said, oh, I bet I'd be really good at that. And she just left it at that, right? Left it hang out there. And then somebody else posts a picture of a dog. And, like, the, the thing that I – the feeling that I got from the picture of the dog was that it was like, oh, oh, no, 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 keep her away. And it's like, how fucking dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Because you kind of get that feeling sometimes from the group that um, the people who are already involved – they they encourage and like no matter how shitty their costumes are they're like oh no you, yeah it looks great you did a hell of a job and some costumes look they're shitty oh okay? yeah they're cheaply made um, people are using broom handles and shit um and, and I get it look I understand okay not everybody has a lot of money and you want to be a part of something that's awesome I'm behind it I've always said that I think cosplay is great because one it makes some people who wouldn't normally consider themselves beautiful feel beautiful. All kinds of sh- different body shapes, sizes, uh, different varying levels of attractiveness, and they feel beautiful. They feel involved. They feel like, hey, I can wear this and be pretty. I think that's great. And that goes for guys and girls. I think it's awesome. So they're encouraging those folks, right? Um, folks that may not look great, but they're still, hey, you look great. And that's awesome. Like, There's not many, pl- not many communities that you can go into where you get positive reinforcement even if you're looking a little rough, you yeah. know? But to... <laughs> exclude someone even subtly or passive aggressively from a community that only exists because people felt like outcasts other places you know cosplay did not come from like hey i'm already the captain of the football team class president and getting a getting a full ride scholarship to usc i also cosplay as robin it, yeah. That shit didn't happen that way it was a bunch of people with like-minded interests that are like hey look you know Maybe we weren't prom queen. Maybe we're not traditionally attractive. Even though there are plenty of attractive, not attractive, there's all kinds of people who cosplay now. Getting together and being like, we're still going to do this. And this is a community that supports us. So how fucking dare you be a part of that community? And go, nope, and, not you though. Yeah, but like, not you. They, they don't know what cosplay is. They don't understand how we, how, 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 how much work we put in. Well, did you always know what it was, bitch? Well, all I said... I, I posted in there, and all I said was, wow, sounds like a great way to get more people in, involved. <laughs> yeah. You Anybody know? say anything back to that guy? No. Wow. Because wow. I'm like, honestly, because I was waiting for this guy to say something, because he's kind of a dick, mm-hmm. um, and, and and I was waiting for him to say something, if it was the guy I think it was, um, I was waiting for him to say something back, like, well, we can't just have anybody in this group. Really? Then get out. Yeah. How about that? There are plenty of places where people can go and, and be told they don't know what they're doing. They're not doing it right. Uh, they're not pretty enough to wear that. They've got the wrong body shape to be Power Girl. This, that. That's not what cosplay is about. You know, that's that, that's not the place for it. Um, comic book conventions, cosplay, um, you know, uh, that world is for everyone to feel like they can... If, if somebody wants to show up in a Superman t-shirt... Because they think that makes them Superman, that's fine. You know, so how fucking dare you? How dare you as a person who, you know, without being disparaging, as a person who would not be welcome in any other group, how dare you disparage that person from joining your group? Yeah. And the sad thing is, man, like it may not have even been that, like supposed to be that that negative. Right. But maybe that person, it started from a place where like you and I have talked about it before. We were just like, man... This shit is becoming so mainstream. Right. I wish some of these people would just not be into this. Right. 
But yeah, they're just like, no, you don't seem like the type of person that would have normally been into this. I don't need you like diluting our numbers. Right. But the the problem with that, yeah, though, no, I is know. it's just like being on the football team it is. and being it is. in the cool group at school. Like that is mainstream. Yeah. And they're telling other people they can't. So now it's so now it's turned the corner. Yeah. And now they're going the other you way. Know? And it. maybe and maybe that wasn't the way. Maybe that was just the way I interpreted it. Maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't meant that. But, you know, that's happening. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. It is. You know, I, I just saw a thing today that like. One gal is building a Catwoman suit, right? And everything this girl does, she asks, should I do this? Should I add this? Should I leave it just like... And so she posts the bra. And of course, she's trying to get attention. Of course. Wait, you know, oh my God, guys are going to look at this picture. No, I'm wearing this bra, whatever. And one (laughs) girl posts in there, as a person who cosplayed Catwoman for two years. Well, that's a great way to start. Really? Like, does that really give you any... I mean... What? And yeah, I mean, like, were you Catwoman in a movie? That doesn't mean your that doesn't <laughs> mean your opinion is supreme. Uh, no, it doesn't. Like, it really doesn't. And there are different Catwoman costumes. Too, yeah, so. well, and then I think that's what this gal is doing. She's actually combining multiple Catwoman. Kind of making her own. Yeah, but I just thought it was weird. And and somebody else in there was like, because she had added like some like crystals or something to it to look like. And she's like, should I add more? Or shouldn't I? And one guy goes, Do you want to add more? Yeah. Then you should add more. Yeah. If you don't. Then don't. It's really. She's like, well, I'm just very indecisive. And basically, he, he, the point he was trying to get across is, dude, this is for you. Yeah, nobody cares. Like, They're gonna make, think it's cool that you showed up anyway. Right, right. And and you know, are in your bra. Yeah. You know, which is you're. Dil- I'm do- diluting everything, but like, it, ultimately, quiet little kid. I'm talking about Catwoman bra. Oh. It, it's just weird to me, like that that this community now. And I guess sociologically, it makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like Animal Farm. Yeah. You know. Um, now that the nerds are the majority, they're starting to act like the jocks. The bad news is, nerds, you're going to get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. You start acting like your shit don't stink. You're still us. We're still nerds. You're going to get beat up. Knock it off. The way we were supposed to show the world that we were better than them, that we were better than the jocks and the homecoming kings and all this shit, was by once we took over, things were going to be different. Yeah. And now it is Animal Farm is a perfect analogy, I think, because it is. It's back to, you know, subjugating some for not having, uh, you know, because they, they go out and spend thousands of dollars on their materials. Oh, yeah. And other people will get a fucking hoodie, a green hoodie. Now I'm Green Arrow. Yeah. They'll cut a fucking holes in the uh, sock for eyes and now they're it's a Robin mask. Yeah. You know, and then someone else will go and have a, a fucking leather mask hammered out that they'll special order. It's like anybody can buy a costume, man. Like anybody. That doesn't make you a cosplayer. The whole idea is that you make it yourself. So I would take a a, a 60% homemade costume over a 100% store-bought or internet-ordered costume. You know, a lot of times in some of these groups, people are posting, look what uh, came today. Look, I ordered this and I ordered that. That'd be like me just ordering a proton pack. Would it be cool to have it? Absolutely it would. But did I build it? No. Is it cool to own a proton pack? Sure, sure it is. But, but maybe I might gain a little something more by building it myself. Truth. You know, and so it's 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 frustrating. You know, like it's it, you just it, it's weird to see the people who were downtrodden once. Yeah. Now in a position where the things that they like are mainstream and cool and now they're treating people just like they were treated when it's probably going to get me in trouble someday because yeah. I'm going to see it happen in person because what will happen is we'll go to a convention and we'll see people laughing at another cosplayer, mocking them and making fun of them. Yeah. And I'll probably be escorted out of the fucking <laughs> place because I will lose my shit. 
Yeah. Be like, hey, asshole. Real nice. What do you? What did you just say? It feels cool. a lot like we're in high school right now. Yeah, it feels like we're in high school. You're uh, the captain of the football team, and that person's you. Yep. Because I can smell picked on in high school baking off of a human being. I know, I know that you work with guys like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they usually end up in management. I work with guys like that that go into a job where if they can get any kind of control or power... You can just smell it coming off them. Like, well, I was picked on in high school, so God damn it, I'm going to have control here. Yep. Or people who like uh, like husbands that you know that at home. At home, they don't run shit. No, and then they come to work, and they're like, well, my house, like in your house, you'd be getting your ass beat right now. No, everything you're saying about your house is true. You're just the one doing it, right. and she's giving the orders. <laughs> right. That's fine. Which, we get it. Which is fine. I'm not saying that the man has to be in control of the house. I'm yeah. just saying no one person in the house should get run over. You know, so it's like, come on, you know. If I can tell just by being around you that you have a personality defect that might make you try to overcompensate by being incredibly aggressive, you know, maybe you might want to start looking at your lifestyle choices and not be an asshole. I always go for not being an asshole. That'd be good if everyone could do that. Yeah. I don't always go for it. I try, but I (laughs) I don't always get there. But I also like to think that, you know, sometimes being a little bit more assertive keeps you from getting run over yeah the whole idea of the overly assertive nerd though you're doing it wrong like yeah um i am but i bet if i hit you real hard in the face you'll fall down (laughs) you know like sometimes you just want to be like dude you you forget you've forgotten where you come from like you were a pig rolling around in the slop now you're running the whole farm yeah wow you can still go and be bacon (laughs) <laughs> turn you into it you'd be just as tasty i cook you up right now i'm just saying that's something to, to, to think about you know staring just staring at your bookshelf now i yeah. was thinking uh, another thing i'd heard uh reboot rumors of a year or two ago that i'm glad has fallen off or at least i haven't heard anything more about it buffy really mm-hmm. i that'll never happen yeah they were gonna try and they were gonna try and do that won't happen no fuck, it, uh, it won't happen because technically it already happened once yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, the show was a reboot. Yeah. Even though it picked up where the movie left off, it was still a reboot. Yeah. Because we never saw Pike. Nope. He, I really thought that was going to happen yeah. at some point. I thought he was going to show up on the show. Yeah. Because I thought that would have been pretty fucking cool. Heroes. Did, did you see the Super Bowl spot? Yeah. Gave me fucking yeah. chills. Wait, and it's nothing. It was like three no. seconds and it's over. But you These, got Renhorn glasses. Oh, you got the Auroras. Oh. And then you got Levi looking through the... Oh, see, I missed that part. Looking through the binoculars. I think there must have been two yeah, spots then, because yeah. I saw the one with you see, you HRG. See, you see HRG, yeah. and you see the dude controlling the auroras, and then HRG turns around, and then behind him, like off in the distance away, Zach Levi was looking through a pair of binoculars, and he just puts them down, and that's when you see who they are. Oh, I, just, yeah. I missed that part yeah. then, like, it was because that's the same commercial I was yeah. thinking of. It's going to be great. Oh, I know. It just sucks that it's a limited series instead of them just saying, we're going to see how long we can go. It's just initially right out the gate they're saying it's a limited run. But uh, we'll see what happens. uh, Under the Dome was supposed to be a limited run series too. That's true. And unfortunately it wasn't. Yeah, that is also true. (laughs) But the thing is Heroes was so good. Yep. The first season was so good. And now it's sat for so long and they heard what pissed people off about season like three and four. So hopefully they're just going to kind of go, hey, you know what? We're going to take all the things that were good about season one. Speaking of heroes, I just read today that Milo's joining Gotham. Really? Uh-huh. Who's he? Anybody? Uh, a character original to the show oh, okay. is what I've heard. So Somebody who talks out of the side of their mouth a Serial lot. killer. You think? Yeah. Really? No, he is. I read a little huh. re- write-up on but it. he's so tiny. Yeah. Serial killer that's been tormenting for a decade, like a decade. Wow. Like, 
yeah, I think his name's something Lemons, a.k.a. the Ogre, I think they're calling him. Do you remember when we walked next to him at Wizard World yeah. in our hotel yeah. and he was staying on our floor? Yeah. That was so weird. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, hitting you? I'm like, I'm like, I hope he doesn't think we're following him to his room. We're just going to our room. Peter Petrelli! Yeah. Peter Petrelli! Yeah. <laughs> he was a guy who seemed like he was not interested in being there at yeah. all. Like, except for when he was at his table, he seemed very friendly. But it was just like, uh, he did not want to make eye contact or nothing. Nope. There's nothing. a few of those you get. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to going to Chicago, man. Yep. I think it's going to be... I wish it was a little going to be a little warmer. Fuck. Because we're going to have to take public transportation a lot. Yep. Because um, I, I just think that getting down to Navy Pier and driving down there... Stupid. I think the idea is we get there, we park, and we don't fucking move until it's time to leave. I agree with that. Other drawback, it's going to be about a 45-minute longer drive, you know, because we're going to have to drive into the city. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, Sunday when we leave, we're going to have to leave a little... I mean, I don't know how late the convention goes. They haven't put the hours on the website yet. That's true. Fuck. So, I mean, if we stay till the end of the convention, we probably won't get home until late. Yeah, eight or nine. Blech. Which uh, I have to work. Do you have to work the next day? Uh, probably will not. What time do you want to leave? I don't know yet, man. Leave in the morning. Start probably McDonald's yeah. McGriddles. <laughs> <laughs> McGriddles Mc, McGuddles. Yeah. yeah. They're so tasty. Get the rumbles. They got the, they got little pieces of maple syrup in the the. Oh, it's such a great idea. <laughs> I mean, uh, tell Swartz he needs to clean his shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm taking an air mattress. Good. A good air mattress. Good. Uh, do you have one? I don't know. I don't I don't have one. I should see if... You slept on the couch last time, yeah? No, he... Somebody... His friend brought one over, didn't she? Yeah, but it kept losing air, remember? Oh, yeah. In the middle of the night, I ended up on the floor. <laughs> That's true. God damn it. <laughs> because we had to have had two. Right? Yeah. Did we have two air mattresses? I don't remember. That was a long time ago. I can't. That was, that was the last time we went to C2E2. Whoa. Yeah, that was back in, uh, she doing yoga right now? Yep. And doctor? Doctor. 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 Oh, I'm watching Supernatural right now, season nine. It's good. Yeah. But it's kind of all over the place. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, it feels like, I, I feel like what's happening is they're going, they're building to the end of the season that will not resolve anything because i keep catching quick commercials for this season because i'm watching the flash and it's on right after the flash and i feel like nothing from last season was resolved huh. at all because we're still dealing with mark kane yeah um i saw that ten, uh last two weeks episodes charlie's back trying yeah to, i trying saw to that kill too. dean i haven't seen any yeah, of it I, though i haven't i haven't either i just saw a commercial so i'm like ah i don't want to know i don't want to know I haven't started watching Arrow yet because I'm on season three of Veronica Mars. When I finish season three of Veronica Mars, or when I finish Supernatural, whichever happens first, you start watching Arrow. I'll start watching Arrow. Yeah, because I'm watching Supernatural in the bedroom. I'm watching Veronica Mars when I work out. Right on. So, I I, I kind of had the feeling I needed to get two shows going because I've got so much stuff I need to get caught up on and watch. <sighs> I do like Arrow um, and Flash. Yeah, good shit. Uh, last thing, uh, apparently the United States does not have uh, the market cornered on stupid people. Did you hear about the guy from Venezuela that he had body modifications to make him look like a red skull? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. No. He had his nose chopped off. Oof. Uh, had like... Uh, Why? Uh, brow implants. His face tattooed red. Why? I don't know, but he actually had his nose chopped off. Maybe one too many people told him his cosplay wasn't good enough. <laughs> no shit. Well, I was reading the article and it said that he, like he's a good father, a good son... A good brother, and he's just very into body modification. And most people know that body modification is the last artistic step. Uh, quiet little kid, I'm talking about nose is falling off like Michael Jackson. That you can take? Yeah. But I'm just like, why would you... That's a he weird... looks he looks terrifying. I'm sure. Maybe that's what he's going for. I mean, Like, it's... I want my kid to be scarred. 
I'm scarred of him. Emotional scars from my physical scars. <laughs> keep keep buying the Christmas Spectacular. I know we're in February, but we still need, we need we 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 gotta pay hosting fees. We gotta pay to travel. Um, I'm working on getting some new equipment. Uh, I'd like to get some some stuff that would allow me to work a little smoother. Um, so fingers crossed. Uh, just some bits and pieces of stuff. I'm currently building a uh, soundproofing. Uh, portfolio deal oh yeah like, to go behind at least one microphone so that when for voiceover stuff and stuff we do for um yeah uh, i'm allowed at this point to say i guess i'll tease this i i have recently worked on a top secret project for tesd for tell them steve dave i work directly with declan quinn on a, on a great project that i'm really excited about i can't tell you anymore because it's top secret but uh i feel like it's been long enough since i put it Put my part together that, that I that. actually worked on this project, so I'm really excited for that to come out. I, Walt's been teasing it uh, lately. Uh, he's mentioned it a couple times, but then they go off talking on so, something else. So I don't know how soon it's supposed to be coming out. Hmm. Um, they didn't have a tell him Steve Babe last week, so I'm really hoping he's going to announce something pretty soon. Uh, I'm really proud of the work that they did on it. Did some editing for him. Uh, I'm excited. It's it's neat to be part of the something yeah. the TSD team. Um, been doing a little bit more photography, help Dana out with the project. Cool. Um, he's got, uh, I'll be putting links to it. Uh, Dana went to LA and yep. did the 33 and a third, uh, art show in LA this year. Um, and, and basically the, the concept behind that is he gets 33 artists and a third being his daughter, uh, who's like seven or eight now. Um, and they redesign album covers, uh, from albums that have already obviously been released. Yeah. Well, what he did was he got, uh, he did some vinyl pressings of covers of songs which I believe were from albums that people had redesigned. So he brought the, the albums over, and we did a photo shoot, a product photo shoot that turned out really fucking good. Um, we, we did some stuff. He, he didn't have the lighting for him to take the pictures. We did some stuff with lighting, did some really cool shit. It's got a real punk rock vibe to it, and I'm really proud of the way the photos turned out. Sweet. I'm going to be photoshopping some of them tomorrow and sending them to him. Uh, and then he's supposed to be coming over tomorrow night or Friday night to, like, so we can put the finish it. But it... it a lot of stuff has been happening, a lot of project stuff for me, and it makes me feel good. That's good. Uh, you know, I, I like, I, I, I was so happy to do some photography. Uh, I fixed a computer the other day, or partially fixed a computer for a guy the other day. Hmm. Um, that Real quick, as a public service announcement, if you get the uh, Homeland Security oh, warning. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, dude, it's pretty fucking badass. Like, he had a laptop with a webcam in it. Yeah. So what happens, so first of all, he couldn't get his laptop to power up. So what I ended up doing was I yanked his fucking uh, hard drive out, hooked it into my computer, and ran fixed disk, disk from my computer, fixed his hard drive so it would boot. Well, I put it back in his laptop, the laptop boots, log in, and it runs fine for about five minutes, and then this fucking security warning pops up on his desktop. You can't do anything else. All you can do is read this warning, and it says basically that he has done one of three things. He's either downloaded uh, copyrighted music, downloaded, downloaded copyrighted movies, or looked at kitty porn. Whew. Well, part of what the virus does is it engages your webcam, and so you're looking at yourself up in the corner, and it so they're trying to make you think they're videotaping yeah, you, you know? right. And then it says that you have to send them $300, go to it, and it yeah. gives you step-by-step, step, like, go to a Walmart or a Walgreens and basically wire them Both, the money. Yeah. yeah, right. It's so fucking stupid. People fall for this shit, though, yeah. right? Obviously, or they What if your laptop doesn't have a webcam? I don't know what it doesn't. 
I, I mean, it couldn't do anything. I don't know. Steals your like profile picture from Facebook and is like, "This is you. We know it's you. This is what you've done." <laughs> it just it steals a picture, uh, just like a picture of you, obviously fapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I did do that, so yeah. that's terrifying. But I wasn't looking at kids when I did it. No, no, funny. no. I swear, it was, it was, it was Brielson. She's my favorite dude. I'm yeah. telling you right now. Um, so yeah, it was. But it's a pretty like. They were talking about it on the news. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how new of a scam it is, yeah. but it, I mean, it's pretty well put together. And he, so he had to, what he had to do, because I didn't have any fucking virus software on my computer at the time. So I, nothing looked bad until I put it back. And he's like, dude, I warned you. I warned you not to hook it up to your computer. I was like, I don't have any virus software on my computer right now. I hope it didn't jump over to mine. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think mine's fine. I downloaded Norton again the other day. So I ran a scan and just found some cookies. So no big deal. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was weird. Like it, it was great to, to figure that out and to, you know, do like actual you know, hardware software stuff and if I would have currently had Norton on my computer, I could have run the scan that would have taken it off for him. Because I wouldn't have had to boot up the operating system on his computer. I would have just scanned that drive yeah. and it would have found it and took it off probably. I feel good when I'm useful in well, yeah. ways like that. Well and just and doing shit that I know how to do. Yeah. You know? And and so I wish I had more time for things like that. Because it just seems like lately I, I haven't, and I, I'm getting a real good schedule down for editing. Like normally, I come home on Wednesday night. Not this obviously this is gonna be weird. We're recording on Wednesday night, but normally I, re- I come home on Wednesday night and edit. Like f- I get home around 10:30 or 11, and I'll edit from then until I'm done. And that way the show goes up Wednesday night. But I'm very schedule oriented, so if I have, as long as I'm able to schedule my time, I feel good. And if I feel good, I'm more creative. I'm more creative. We do better shows. We do better shows. More than four people will listen. You know. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know it, it, it's good to be back doing regular shows. I still like the having the structure. It feels good to be That's back cool, on man. track. It feels yeah. good to be making a, a show that I, I I'm a little more proud of. Like mm-hmm. I kind of felt like we hit kind of a a lull for a while. Sure. And I think a big part of that is having structure. I think people are getting a little fed up with we come in here and talk about shit that happens in Waterloo. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. Fuck, we're here and we don't want to hear it. Right. So right. We're here, like, don't want to hear it, don't want to live it. Don't want to forcing everyone else to hear it and live it. Did you see the badass I, fucking yeah. Ghostbusters toys that Jenny got me for my birthday though? I like that the figure there is no Dana. Only Zool. Only Zool. There's no Dana figure. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I didn't even There you go. I think that was an exclusive because it came the, Notice all the boxes are white except for the Zool box. Yeah. Um, and the Vigo is amazing. Yeah, I like that yeah. one. I saw that one. It's yeah. On the back, if you flip it over, it says uh, Scourge of Carpathia, Sorrow of Moldavia. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, this has been episode 250 of Misinformation Podcast. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. I love you. Hostile you. You drive me crazy. You hostile you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you, hostile you. Why are you doing that? You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.